of land uh, essentially together. It's, I wanna say it's around uh, 4.8 acres. Um, and just looking at uh, the county's, you know, parcel search map where you can, you know, look, uh, you can click on these properties and essentially see who exactly uh, owns them. Um, together, their value is uh, around $2 million. Good Tuesday morning, and welcome back to The Daily Buzz. I'm Dayton Olander. For years, Little Cottonwood Canyon has suffered from long lines and traffic congestion. The Utah Department of Transportation is trying to solve the problem, but not all of its ideas have proved universally popular among residents. State Watch reporter Jacob Scholl talks about who he discovered owns the land where a proposed gondola could be built. So you've been reporting about potential solutions to combat traffic congestion in Little Cottonwood Canyon. Uh, can you give us a little background on what's happening out there? Yeah, so essentially this is uh, something that's been going on for you know years and years. Uh, specifically, uh, the Utah Department of Transportation has been um, since 2018, really trying to figure out the best way to uh, combat the traffic that's going on in Little Cottonwood Canyon. Um, pretty much anyone who skis or snowboards in the state has uh, probably been up there and has probably uh, witnessed just how uh, crazy the traffic can be up there, especially if it's you know a really snowy day. You have skiers, snowboarders trying to get up there and you know take advantage of the fresh snow uh but a lot of times it just ends up with the canyon getting really really backed up um so since uh 2018 the uh udot has really been studying this sort of thing um and they've been working on what they call uh, an environmental impact statement or uh more commonly referred to as eis uh just to really figure out the uh the best solutions to uh that traffic problem that's going on in little cottonwood canyon Sure. And as I understand it, there are two main solutions being floated right now. Is that correct? Yeah. So essentially the two options are um, uh, essentially just building out the roadway, specifically making uh, dedicated bus lanes to, you know, just give uh, greater ability to, you know, bus people up and down the canyon um, and, you know, presumably get them uh, out of their cars and just uh, bringing them into a bus and just doing uh, public transit. Um, essentially, it would be it would require building these kind of um, avalanche shelters for buses, you know, in case of, uh, you know, in case of the worst happening, um, which, you know, uh, pretty much that entire option would require, you know, a good bit of uh, construction through the canyon, which, you know, has raised some eyebrows, but, you know, that's just one of the options. Uh, the other uh, option that has people a bit more, uh, I guess, hot or cold on it would be uh, essentially building a very ambitious gondola project. Uh, the gondola would run about eight miles long. Um, the base station would be somewhere near the mouth of Little Cottonwood Canyon, and it would take people uh, directly to Snowbird and uh, or Alta and uh, all the way back. Um, so essentially, you know, that's, those are kind of the two options that uh, UDOT has really narrowed it down to. Um, and, uh, and everyone is kind of just waiting on pins and needles for um, the latest uh, EIS statement or, you know, EIS to uh, come out, which is supposed to be sometime this summer, but we, we really don't know. 
Piper, and your latest story details some controversy regarding Snowbird and uh, two parcels of land it bought out in the canyon. Um, what exactly is the story there? Yeah, so uh, when I initially started the story, I wanted to figure out, um, you know, who owned the parcels of land where the gondola could potentially go and essentially, you know, who stood to benefit on that. Um, and what I found is back in September, um, the, uh, I guess, organization that used to own that land um, is called uh, CW Management Corporation. And that's uh, an organization owned by uh, a developer named Chris McCandless, who used to be a member of the Sandy City Council, um, and Wayne Niederhauser, who used to be a state senator, uh, Senate president, um, and is current, uh, currently works as the state's homelessness coordinator. Nader. Um, I talked to Chris a good bit about, um, you know, this story and everything. And he you know, told me that he sold the land, but uh, he made a commitment to not really disclose who, um, you know, who, who he sold it to. So I had to go digging through court documents. I mean, not court documents, excuse me, uh, you know, uh, state documents and, you know, uh, land agreements, that kind of thing. Uh, and essentially what I found is uh, these two parcels of land where the gondola would go, essentially, um, if that's the, uh, you know, solution that, that UDOT identifies, um, these parcels of land were sold in September to a company called LCC Base Property LLC, which I had to do a little bit more digging, but um, it, uh, I found that essentially the uh, owner of that LLC is Snowbird. Um, so I talked with, uh, Dave Fields, the, uh, GM and president of Snowbird. And he said that, um, you know, Snowbird very much believes that the gondola is the best solution for the Canyon. Uh, and they, uh, made this move to, you know, essentially keep the gondola a, uh, an option for, for UDOT because, uh, what, um, what he was saying is basically if that land was sold off to, whoever who wanted to use it for something different, um, then, you know, essentially the gondola option would, uh, would not be available anymore. Just uh, with the limited amount of uh, space, you know, uh, available land that there is near the mouth of Little Cottonwood Canyon. And it feels to give any reasoning as to why they used sort of a dummy name to complete this purchase. Yeah, essentially, he said um, they did this just to ensure the deal would uh, go through. Um, you know, he uh, kind of made it seem like if um, if you know word is getting out that Snowbird was uh, you know trying to buy this land, you know, someone else could try and jump in and grab it. You know, might you know start a uh, kind of a land grab situation, that sort of thing. So these don't sound like uh, cheap real estate options. So how valuable are those parcels of land? And what does Snowbird plan to do with them if the gondola idea is given the green light? So, yeah. So um, I guess the first part of the question, uh, it's two parcels of land uh, essentially together. It's, I want to say it's around uh, 4.8 acres. Um, and just looking at uh, the county's you know parcel search map where you can you know look uh, you can click on these properties and essentially see who exactly uh, owns them. Um, together, their value is uh, around $2 million. Um, I'm not exactly sure, you know, what Snowbird would do if, you know, the, the bus option was selected. Um, but if, uh, if the gondola option is, 
selected, um, Dave Fields was telling me that they would either sell the property to the state, you know, so the state could build the gondola or, um, you know, they, he said it's a possibility that uh, Snowbird could uh, donate the land to the state as well. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's what he was telling me. Well, I'm sure we'll all be watching that situation closely. Jacob, thanks so much for the time. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Next, reporter Becky Jacobs has a breaking update on the implementation of Utah's abortion trigger law. On Monday, a Utah judge ruled that Utah's abortion trigger law will stay on hold as a lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of the law makes its way through the courts. Third District Judge Andrew Stones granted Planned Parenthood Association of Utah's request for a preliminary injunction. He said it will go into effect Monday. In a virtual hearing, lawyers for Planned Parenthood and the state argued whether or not the trigger law, which bans most abortions in the state except for a few limited circumstances, violates rights outlined in the Utah Constitution. The judge decided there would be irreparable harm done if the law was not blocked. In the meantime, a law banning abortions after 18 weeks of pregnancy is in effect in Utah. Carrie Galloway, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Association of Utah, said Monday afternoon that she expects it will be at least a year before the lawsuit is resolved. And Judge Stone said he expects the case will be appealed, probably up to the Supreme Court. Thanks, Becky. And that's it for today's episode. I want to give a big thanks to Salt Lake City Band, the Pelicans, for our music, and to Danny Rubio for producing today's episode. We'll be back with more news tomorrow.